What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for riding with us. I am AJ. I'm Johnny. It's me, Brittany. If you're new here, hi. Welcome to The Park. We're a weekly horror movie podcast where Brittany and I introduce our friend Johnny to horror movies. However, this isn't one of those episodes. This is a bonus mini so because today is Brittany's birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you so much. It's my birthday, y'all. I turned 30. I'm old as fuck. <laughs> well, not too much on that, but you feel that way right but it's a good old as fuck it ain't a bad one like i don't feel rickety i do feel rickety like my body hurts that's from something completely different if this is your first time here for a birthday episode the rule is we usually pick a movie that is not related to horror at all it could be one of our favorite movies which is most likely what the case is or just something we just want to um show everybody so Brittany, what movie did you bring us today Y'all, guess what? I picked 2005's Kung Fu Hustle. Ha, ha, ha. It's my, it's one of my favorite movies Um, that's not horror related. We, It was the whole time trying to get me down off of a horror related movie. Y'all know I'd be, I be liking folks dying. It's hard to find movies that ain't horror where folks die like that. But yeah, we got Kung Fu Hustle because there's action and there's death slightly romance but not the fuck really really don't give a fuck about that but all wholesomeness wrapped up in dance sequences with axes well this um was my first time watching yeah i had never heard of this movie before ever now there was one part of the movie like literally one scene in particular that looked familiar literally one moment and i feel like i've seen this before but then outside of that nothing i mean i'm peeped a lot of references to other things in this movie, but that was it. We love to see it. It's such a good movie. It's still like withstood the test of time. Cause I mean, yeah, some of the language in the film, let's go ahead and just mention that. It ain't ideal, but 05 was 05 and and so that's just kind of how that was. But everything else, like the fucking, the fight sequences and all that, it's still fucking good. Go ahead and tell everybody where the um, movie is streaming. All right, y'all, listen. Um, you ain't finding this movie too many places. If you ain't going on Hulu, you, you're not finding it. It ain't nowhere else. I mean, unless you're here, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix in Japan. Um, Honestly, and then the one on Hulu isn't the best version because it's the dub. But honestly, the dub is fucking hilarious. Um, So you get to enjoy it unless you want to pay some money for it. Then you can see it. Well, we do not do cue lines for the birthday. We get a little exclusive fast pass straight to the ride. So with that being said, let's get into 2004's Kung Fu Hustle.
Zoom, 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 zoom. is about a nigga who's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on in his life he, he can't even get being a criminal right and he ends up fucking around and finding out in a whole fucking little town and guess what now we got to bring out the motherfucking kung fu okay so we start the movie out at the police station and there's been a bit of a misunderstanding or so we assume from the body going into the wall because the wife of the crocodile gang's been arrested for spitting I mean, has democracy gone berserk or some shit? And after a brief chat with the law, it's time to head out to the movies. I guess these motherfuckers are going to see Nope, like I haven't. Um, When the crew gets gunned down in the motherfucking street. But don't worry, we saved two for last. These motherfuckers get actually fuck up. Ha, ha, ha. Um, yeah. The scene where they're in the police station, I like how we don't necessarily see what happened, but whatever it is, I assume that it's supposed to be terrifying. We just see chaos ensue. I just want to know why she left the police station walking like that. Because she got that ass. No, that was such an overly exaggerated walk. And then when they left, this is my issue. You can clearly tell that they were on a backlog so you set and not like in a real place. Like, and then he had the shoot like that. He made it like that. The person who did the um did the movie made it to look like that. Because you can tell. It's funny. He, he still had the shooter like that, though. That's the fuck he did. He don't hurt women. He just gunned them bitches down. Okay. I mean, that seemed like, I feel like this happened with that character. That happens at another point. And it kind of like subverts your expectations. Because you probably really thought he was going to let her walk away versus you know doing what actually happens or doing what he did to everybody else so and i mean it uh, what you're talking about i think is when later on in the movie when they get fucked up at the town and he's talking to old buddy at, at back at the gang hideout and then he kills his ass and gets mm-hmm. him to clint up that's exactly what happened then he thought he was all right but he was not all right mm-hmm. he was smoking that pipe and it was it was hidden a little too hard also, we got some good ass one liners because, like, what are you staring at? You want the address to my tailor? Which is more foreshadowing, but. Okay, so after we have the, uh, a brief fucking dance break, it's like, that's a fucking great dance break with axes. Um, the axe gang continues to grow in numbers. Why? Because they are killing other gang leaders and consuming their, their gang. And we get this nice ass little title sequence where we're like, you know, the Axe Gang is cutting the fuck up, taking the fuck over. But the people who don't really, ain't really studying them are people in the poor districts. And guess what? We cut to Pigsty Alley. And we introduce with some fucking quirky ass tech characters. We got the Baker, Taylor, Landlord, 
that motherfucking landlord that lecherous ass landlord and landlady who got them motherfucking hands because she's smacking the fuck out of folks the landlord was disgusting i'm just come visit me and let's play doctor you nasty motherfucker no, my favorite part in that scene when he was like, um, I'm down here checking out because so there's a perv at the bathrooms. And he's like, have you seen them? And the woman's like, it's you. This is definitely you. Mm-hmm. Nasty. The landlady reminds me of the landlady from Friday after next. No, this this landlady got, got that shit though because she was whooping his ass. Okay. I mean, she had Debo. She don't need Devo. She is Devo. You, she really whooped this man ass for that lipstick. And you seen him in the window when she yanked his ass back down and was punching the fuck out of him. I just want to know. I just, I guess it's because of the, the Kung Fu background and I'm skipping ahead. But like, I just didn't understand how the fuck he was not dead after falling like that. Like, <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. Also, I agree. She's rude as fuck. Rude as fuck. Okay. She smacked the old buddy talking about there's they go your shampoo. I was like, fuck, that's not called for. I loved her so much in this one. I'm not sorry. But we're introduced to two good for nothings, singing bone, who try to get over on the fucking townspeople by pretending to be members of the axe gang. Like literally, they try to get the fuck over to get the little haircut. Snip, 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 what the fuck ever. And the townspeople are not going for it are not not scared of shit and here comes the fucking landlady with all these remarks with my ass and he's like you know what fuck this shit calling for backup and guess what y'all he ends up calling the real ex gang on accident and we're like what the fuck first of all when has this ever worked out for anybody stop trying to pretend like you're in organizations you're not a part of Say it louder for the folks in the back. Mm-hmm. You will get found out every time. Mm-hmm. And we already don't got the cut sequence in the front that say they do not give a fuck about gangs. That ain't what the, they poor. They need. They worried about their rent money. Okay, they don't have time for you. So I have a few points. I just want to know why it was rude to that little kid. He had to smash that kid ball like that. Like rude as fuck. Then why do you make the sidekick sound like Jello whenever he giggled, jiggled, like? <laughs> <laughs> why, like they just went on so long? Like every just... time they, they hit that belly, you got the Jello sound and the fucking yeah, axes mm-mm. on his chest fluttering. It was a reverse of like when you have butterfly wings tattooed on your ass, so it looked like it's flying when you. Should taking your ass that's what was happening with his axes on his chest so yeah we get a fucking wonderful ass fight scene because why the axe gang no came in this bitch and you know ain't nobody studying them but these are the real gang members and they are not having this shit and so they start bullying the townspeople and um landlady don't got the fuck on down with roadrunner speed which is foreshadowing for later and it's fucking hilarious but yeah she's gone roadrunner speed upstairs close the fucking doors close the shutters i am not in this shit and so it's up to the townspeople to save them fucking selves and we get a wonderful fight sequence as we turn out that there's not one there's not two but there are three motherfucking kung fu masters in this bitch so the fucking taylor the baker who's called donut 
Yeah, the motherfucking nigga with the strong ass strength. They called him coolie, but I don't think that's an appropriate term. So we just gonna call him a strong ass nigga because I really think that's a derogatory term. Really strongly think that that's what that is. Um, they're all kung fu masters in this bitch. And after they give a nice ass ass whooping to the axe game, the leader is understandably upset. And he kills a member of his own gang. And then gets his men to do the dirty work because his sec- his right hand man's like, um, you might miss and then make yourself even more upset. Took me the fuck out. But they don't end up killing Sing and Bone. They thought about it. They was going to try to, but Sing turned out he a good ass pit pocket. So he can drop these fucking locks quickly, do that shit in three seconds. And they let them on their way with the asterisk that they can join the gang if they catch themselves a body. I just want to know how that man ended up foaming at the mouth if his back is broke. Like, how does a broken back make you foam at the mouth? Kung Fu do that to you. And then Kung Fu movies be so exaggerated. Like, how a stick break a gun? They threw it at high velocity. And it hit the right spot. And it just turned into pieces. I mean, I feel like this entire movie was kind of like a satire type deal. Yeah. So that's I mean, exactly how Kung Fu, a lot of Kung Fu movies are like highly exaggerated. Oh, this one does it too. It, this one, and um, I know y'all haven't seen this one, but this and Shaolin, Sha, Sha, Shaolin Soccer do the same thing. Shaolin Soccer came first and this movie came second. Is that the one where the lady had three titties? No. No, that's not that's not it. I don't think that this one was based on soccer and shit where there's like a ragtag ass team gets together and they there's had a to fighting get- movie where the lady got three titties and I can I haven't seen it since and I don't remember what it was called. I really want to see it. Like Shaolin Soccer was up there in the list of movies I was gonna get y'all to watch, but I thought I was pushing it with this one, so I was like, I'll just mm-hmm. wait. But it's okay. We watched it. I appreciate it. All right. So the two have a nice heart to heart in the street. And we get the cut scene of how Singh, convinced by a random homeless ass nigga on the street, um, that he has the makings of a Kung Fu genius, is sold a pamphlet for $10 um, for the Buddhist palm manual. And you know, this this baby been training and he trained just enough to get his ass beat. Really, they, they beat that baby ass. Okay. But fuck it. Back in the present, the men end up stealing ice cream from a woman who chases after them like like a slow-mo run. Like, no, don't, don't go, don't go. So just a little spoiler. That's the bitch he saved. That was the well, bitch. Well, yes, we kind of figured that. Yeah. The way she was looking at him and not really saying anything. It was a look of recognition. Right. What did y'all think about the um the pamphlet, nigga? And the fact he got his ass beat. I thought that was sad. I thought that was sad. He really trained just enough to get his ass beat. And I was like, that's some fucked up shit. But fuck it. Cut back to Pigsty Alley, y'all. Because you know what time it is. It's time for them to get in trouble with the landlady. Because she is very fucking upset at them. She is not happy. She is like, you all don't fucked up bad. These niggas is going to want to fuck, want fucking revenge. I can't deal with this shit. Get the fuck out. But the townspeople kind of come together talking that mad shit. And while all this shit is 
happening and chaos is ensuing, we have Sing and Bone who have came back and decided that they're going to catch a body and it's going to be the landlady. But during this whole little sequence, um, shit just goes south. Nothing they do work. This nigga don't got bit up by fucking snakes. He don't have to run away from the fucking landlady. Roadrunner style. Literally, this shit was Roadrunner style. Into a nice little street cut scene, but he ends up run out running the landlady because she ends up running into the fucking sign. Didn't that nigga go meet me? Shit is this. (laughs) Right. And how you gonna kick them out for saving your life? Like that, you you ungrateful ass bitch. Like they saved you. Are you gonna kick them out on the street? Also, singing bone are fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. I would never take y'all. Y'all can never come to the park. Y'all are not allowed to y'all are not allowed to play any fucking games because no, your aim is terrible. Both of y'all. That shit was funny. I love the Roadrunner scene. I love the fact that these niggas could not get shit right. Mostly because, and I know I'm spoiling it, they're not supposed to be bad guys. That's not the point. And that's why they can't get this shit right. It's, it's not their point in life. So they're going against their path. And that's why nothing is lining up for these niggas. Because they're not supposed to be doing it. I did like how um, when he was running away from the landlady, he used the blade that was stuck in his shoulder as like the rearview mirror. I thought that was a cute touch. I love this shit. So we cut back to the two and they're in the fucking city and we get something peculiar happening because for some reason, some shit's going on in a, a street sign. No, it's not a street sign. In a street light above the street. Like we got, we're confused. We got fucking fist punches and shit and hands and open palms. And all of a sudden, this nigga done popped out fucking fully healed. Like, what, what, what has happened? What is the reason? We don't know. But the fucking boss. And he's sitting there talking to the fucking, what the fuck are them niggas called? I don't know. We're just going to call them the violinists. Actually, I think there's more like a big ass cello. The harpist. Damn. I knew, okay. The harpist. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking to the harpist and he's putting a hit out on the townspeople because he, look, integrity is on the line. All they have is their fucking name. And if nobody respects them, then what's the fucking point? What's the fucking point of being a game? And the harpists end up going to Pigsty Alley. That's a very funny ass name. I know it's supposed to, like, I looked at, because I'm going to be very honest with you. Like I said before, had no idea what was going on in this movie and I was paying attention. And um, I just went ahead, got on the YouTube, looked up this video and Pigsty Alley is an homage to something that's actually over there in that area. Do not ask me the name because I don't know, but that's what it means. appreciate the fact he wove a lot of stuff into his film when he did this yeah movie. it's like a lot of like if you apparently if you're like a big fan of like kung fu movies that whole entire culture then you would pick them up a lot of the people who are in the movie are famous on that side of the sea and um yeah so like the harpist i think both of the harpists like be all up in horror movies the landlady the landlord um the the nigga that caught the bullet with the two fingers him that like a whole bunch of people in this movie are from other famous very popular movies 
the beast always got me because he did not look like a beast but he was that motherfucker but we'll get to him in a minute so the harpists are in the fucking town because they've been evicted well not the harpists but the three kung fu masters they got to get the fuck out the stick said you got to go and so they're out there having a nice little you know sundown fight scene and they're packing up their shit about to leave unfortunately the strong man that nigga gets got side note r.i.p to the kitty because that motherfucker got got first because you've seen all that falling behind him as he was walking and the fucking harpists are tearing them asses up okay to the point where we get two more kung fu masters coming out the woodwork because if you couldn't guess it landlord and landlady they got the motherfucking hands. Landlady got that motherfucking voice. Landlord got them fucking moves. And they send the harpists on their fucking way with landlady's loud ass voice. And they decide to hop in the car, tell these motherfuckers to get the fuck out with no words. They're just fucking hand signals. And we're like, what the fuck is happening here? What'd it do? Unfortunately, none of the three Kung Fu masters live. So I... There's this little scene where the, like, as they're going through Pigsty Alley and they're looking at all the houses and stuff, the landlord is finally fighting back when the landlady beat his ass because after they were dancing, he had more lipstick on his face. And I'm just glad, I'm just glad he fought back the second time. Like, don't get beat. I'm sad that the three died. I really like the buff one because he was the only cute one in this whole movie. And I really like the little gay, the gay man. He was so cute. I'm sorry, this entire scene with the harpist, all I could think about was Migos stir fry video. And I'm like, that's probably offensive, but I don't care. That's all but I also, can in my head. <laughs> I'm annoyed because you mean to tell me that they could have fought this whole entire time and they have the nerve to keep kick out the three that did fight. And so you could have been defended yourselves. But they want to kick out the people who defended they, they had a sad backstory. No, fuck that. They can't die. They gave it up. So you just gonna sit there and die? What's the word I'm thinking of? Um, the one people they're not they're not stubborn or set in their ways. It's just they kind of want to keep their head down and stop other trouble from happening. There's a word for that. I don't know the word. I don't know the word either, but. But yeah, you're right. They they could they could have helped, but they didn't want to bring more problems to the. Because I mean, the whole thing they were bringing up was they didn't want to bring more people here. They didn't want to have any problems because hell, they had to move the whole slum house out. They probably should have been moved all them out in these conditions. But you know, who am I to judge? I mean, the bitch was already rationing water the Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. If I if I do remember correctly, she only gave yes, a couple but days. Out of spite, water don't grow on trees. She was rationing out of spite. I think, no, I was quoting her like. I know, but I'm saying she was rationing out of spite. Look, I I wouldn't want to get hit by her hands either. Because that baby got hit and lost a shoe. Did a whole fucking cartwheel and lost his shoe when she slapped him upside his head. So I didn't mention this, but this happened a minute ago. The kid that's just squatting and taking the shit did anybody else see that was I the only one that saw that okay he was just trying to do his business and not get bothered in front of everybody like it was two people like literally right there 
and then ran into his house with his ass still down like did you wipe probably not oh i didn't see the shit part but i did see that he was running inside the house with his crack up the movie had a lot of little hidden ass hidden ass gems pun intended so we get to cut back to singing bone and sing is not happy at all uh, mostly because he got his hand his ass handed to him on the trolley because he got them fucking hands ha 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 and then the fucking salary man whoops his ass and then does ha 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 in his face and he is upset he is distraught nothing's going his way he sends bone ass away choose him to fuck off like he really gonna hurt this baby but fuck it just hurt his feelings then and we see old girl again she trying to give him that same sucker but he is not fucking having it y'all he is very upset runs the fuck off and gets picked up by the axe gang who's like you know what nigga now's the time we've decided you're going to be a part of us and you're going to help us go get this nigga out of the asylum y'all the asylum scene if you watch horror movies like we all know and love and you make it to this movie let me go ahead and throw this shit in here they got so many fucking homages in this bitch to get to this motherfucking sale we got even the shining blood coming out of this bitch literally just coming out because it's all this evil bad omens we don't get it we don't really know what the fuck's happening then you open the door and it's a nigga in flip-flops with a comb over Ooh, scary i forgot to mention that i have a friend named donut the one the three men i wanted to bring her name up too yeah i was just like i forgot so one of the three men who died when the kung fu men his name is donut and i have a friend named donut that's not her real name but she just wanted us to call her donut also not sing but the sidekick why he barked like that on the trolley (laughs) like what what was that what are you trying to do i don't know I don't know why, but he did it. And it made it even funnier when the old buddy scared them off with the ha 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 after he whoops their ass. Um, highlight, honestly. It was really fucking funny. The whole thing was funny. But yeah, you know, it's funny. The beast sitting here and the fucking boss is not having it. He's not impressed, okay, y'all? Not impressed. He's looking. What the fuck is happening here? What the fuck's going on? You can't be the beast. The beast. You got the wrong nigga. This is what the fuck happened. Or you know what? Prove us your strength. But he's not fucking having it at all. He got Poe Little singing here about to get his ass fucking handed to him. But eventually the beast just gets fucking tired of them. Takes a, takes a, takes a pistol. Points it at his head. There is no unaliving here, but this may be triggering. Pulls the trigger and then catches that motherfucker in his fingers. Like, if you need it proof, here the fuck you go. But he decides that he's tired of all of them because the people he's interested in are in the motherfucking casino. Guess who it is, y'all? It's landlord and landlady, and she got that hair done. It's time for a whole nother fight scene. I know y'all love kung fu movies. They give you kung fu. And a great battle ensues. We get fucking hands being tossed. We find out that the beast is that motherfucker because landlady almost gets her arm fucked the fuck up and her husband has to like throw her ass around in a circle. So that way she don't get her arm broken. And just when it looks like the two have the upper hand because they were going to use the lion's roar, the lion's roar modified by a loudspeaker. He's like, I quit. But you should never believe a motherfucker when they say I quit and they're a bad guy. What, What the fuck? So he ends up fucking over them. 
fucking over them hard and they're in this little fucking standoff type shit and they send sing over there like to go help him but he has moral convictions and he's like this shit isn't right and he ends up hitting the beast does absolutely nothing but piss the beast off and he gets his ass smashed into the ground like literally smashed looney tune style should be flattened this was just too much i'm like dude his head is already like death becomes her bent behind the back like just stop at this point you're just being a fucking bully right i'm also mad that the couple well i know he okay not the couple but i know he passed over this but he just been fucked over his whole entire life they peed on that boy yeah like like that's rude and disgusting. that's so nasty like on his face right like, not just like i don't know <laughs> where else i would like don't do that at all no just, just don't nasty. yeah just don't pee yeah that's just disgusting you need to keep your template. your bodily fluids to yourselves okay also i'm mad at the couple for not finishing the job like you had one job they're inherently good but they trusted the fact that he was gonna give up i I don't know why no we shouldn't should not trust any of them um but they didn't learn that lesson but they do come and save old buddy they save him. They bring him back to Pigsty Alley. They got this nigga wrapped up like the motherfucking mummy. Literally wrapped up like a fucking mummy. But there's a there's a whole conversation going on. Like something should be wrong. He should be dead, but he's not. He must be a kung fu genius. It must be. And as everybody's like coming to the fucking Pigsty Alley, shit's going down. All of a sudden, the fucking bandages just unwrap. They unravel. Oh, and by the way, the leader gets killed. He pissed off the beast. Beast knocked his ass off. But back to this thought, he unravels and he's setting these motherfuckers down like they're in an old folks' home. Like he's telling them to take care of themselves. He's saying, let's not, let's not smoke anymore. And when all the crew are coming up to the room, he even there, he downstairs. Guess what, y'all? It's time for more Kung Fu. Let's whoop some ass. Well, and this is when we find out as the beast who is also frog-like and I don't know how to connect this I even go for this movie but I cannot connect the frog connection um gets his ass handed to him as he does the fucking open palm technique as he goes all the way up in the sky and comes down from the heavens and smashes that ass but instead of like killing the beast or unaliving the beast he becomes his master and we're like, what's happening? I don't understand. I don't understand. Me throughout most of the movie, but it's okay. That toe technique thing was weird and creepy. And um, I would guess, that, I don't know. I can't attest to that. I was about to say, I guess because he's quick, like how they tell me like, like that. I don't know. No, no, that I'm whole, shit. that whole like posture stance. Oh thing yeah. No, I was, that's what that was. Up. Was wondering what i thought he's about to vomit or something i didn't know what was going yeah, on yeah no that was like a toe it was called like a toe technique apparently that's what the old couple said they were like toe is that the toe technique and he really did look like a fucking toe it was weird i just wasn't here for that uh, see and then i thought okay so i can't hear because i was thinking when he was stumping everybody else's toes out he was like i did that back in kindergarten so toe and toad dead men's toes no okay so when he did say i was stomping everyone's toe out in kindergarten he really did say toe 
Yeah, but no, we, I know he said, I said, I can't hear because oh. one was toe and one was toad. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that was girl okay. Yeah. That was creepy. I wasn't here for that. Ribbit. I already don't like frogs. Anything that can jump. Mm. I don't like fucking turtles, and I've made it known. Like what? Know. I love turtles. No. I save them. Like I get out of my car and go help turtles cross the road. No, they don't need help. They can move. They be deceiving. No, they, no, they ma'am. They don't be ass. deceiving. People hit turtles all the um, fucking time, and it makes me Tiff- angry. My best friend Tiffany had this little turtle. It was, excuse me, it was a baby, right? But like this big. They called that thing Speedy. Because that shit is would bad. Take off. Yes. Like she would put it down to let the, the, the turtle be outside to enjoy nature. One day it went in the grass and disappeared, and they never saw that thing again. That shit was fast as fuck. Who told me they turtle walked off of the balcony? Oh, oh, it was like a. They had a turtle, mm-hmm. and they sat it down, and it just. Yeah, Tiffany, she, Tiffany, she put it at the top of the driveway in like less than a minute or maybe a minute that she was at the bottom of the driveway. Yeah, and you know, in this area, that. if you like, especially in Bowie, we got, we got long ass driveways. Yeah. Yeah. Like tortoise are slow. Turtles, no. No. Mm-mm. It's a no for me. Don't bring that around me. Don't. No. <laughs> Only turtles I want to see is the one in Mario Kart. And that's it. You played Mario Kart yet? Is a new one? No, in the streets. In the streets? Yeah, yeah in Japan. Mario Kart in the streets of Tokyo. Are y'all being racist? What? Nobody's being racist. It's an actual it's a, thing you yeah. can do. I wouldn't know. I don't drive. I take the train everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not you asking us if we being racist. Yeah, I'm like, is this a joke? I'm confused. Because what? No. No. Yeah, I was like, huh? I'm in confusion. While she's sitting this, let's wrap this up. So it's time to take you to the candy shop. Dun, dun, dun. Because we're at the candy shop, literally. The movie ends and they don't open a little sh- sugar confectioner's place. And it's all sweet because him, Sing, and old girl, they're reunited. And he gives her a sucker and they go back to their children version of them. And everything's happy. And guess what? That old homeless nigga, he don't found him another kung fu genius. And it wasn't for him. Open palm for the baby, he didn't want that one. So guess what, y'all? He had a slew of pamphlets ready for them to go for that $10 special. And that's the end of Kung Fu Hustle. So, ha, ha, ha. so, like, is the sequel happening or is it not happening? I hope. I don't, I don't, the sequel, I don't know. I only like this one. I really don't want them to change it. That's like making a Shaolin Shocker 2. Shaolin Soccer 2. I don't know why I'm getting tongue tied on that. Some things should be just left alone. This is one of them. I mean, it seems a lot of people like this movie. When I was, like, trying to, like, go down a rabbit hole, it seemed like a lot of people really do favor this one because, like I said, I had no idea what this was. 
I'm one of them. I, I really favor this movie. I really like this movie. It's so fun to watch. All the little one-liners and little asides they be doing, like when the boss was talking about the movie theater and then they get fucked up when they get axed to a dance scene. Um, even old buddy who's like, no, 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 don't, don't hit him because you might miss and piss yourself off even more. Shit was taking me the fuck out, left and right. Um, I mean, some parts of the movie were funny, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're not giving ratings because it's a no for me, dog. Uh, me too. But um, <laughs> I'm glad we're not rating this movie. Y'all not about to hurt my feelings on top of rating this movie because yeah. it's not y'all thing. It's okay. We can't rate it because you know it's my thing, not y'all's. Y'all wouldn't enjoy it. I will give it. I will give it to you. Like some parts of the movie were funny, but overall, I'm just me. I'm not an action person. Somebody mm-hmm. hit me in my DMs today, was like, "Oh, you like movies? Give me an action recommendation." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Action's not my thing. I can, mm-hmm. I can." And if you want horror recommendations, I mean, what what you into? And this nigga said Annabelle, and I know you're gonna listen to this because I told him that we talk shit about Annabelle except for you, Brittany. But um, well, I talk shit about Annabelle too. I just say she don't look bad. She look alright. That is not what the fuck he said. Because even with Marvel movies, I just like, obviously, I didn't get into Marvel until WandaVision came. And even then, I still be questioning hella stuff because I'm just like, this makes no fucking sense. Even though Marvel, the one thing that I had an issue with, Marvel addressed it in one of the Avenger movies, I believe. But, um, oh, was it? I'm curious. Because I'm just like, my issue with action movies be, they cause all of this destruction to buildings and shit. All these oh, yeah. people be dying and nobody says shit. Like, nobody said, yeah. like, we done fucked up a whole building and the next day we just go on like the city ain't, the city of Townsville is not fucked up. Okay, the Powerpuff yeah. Girls even addressed that, but they addressed it in the Avengers movie. I think it was Age of Ultron, whichever fucking one it was, I don't know. It was one. Of they them. also addressed it in a. I think it was Captain America, the TV show. Yeah, one of them. So I that's why I was like, I was cool with that. But even then, when the actioning be actioning, I be scrolling. I be like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'll be back. Oh, okay, we done. now I can okay. deal with the fight scenes in Marvel because you know I'm quasi geek. So, you know, I can deal with that. Like, but as far as like actual action action movies, mm-hmm. like my God, no. BJ mm-hmm. loves an action movie and I'll be feeling so bad because I'll watch them with him, but I will zone out super quick. Like Matrix movies, Mission Impossible, even I, John Wick. I, know, I, will, I don't I will, even. Oh, I love John Wick. Me too. I don't. Oh, well, no, John I'm not saying I don't like it, ooh. but. Me too. I love John Wick. You're coming. You're coming soon, John Wick. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Good for you. My y'all. baby Keanu. But Ooh. I just be like, oh, okay. Well, that's that. Um, okay, so okay, so John Wick is an exception. Like, there's some movies that are exception. Like, I could deal with certain 007 movies. I only like Yeah, 007 I watched 007. When it was, I was Pierce Bronson. That last one. That last one was a fucking. When it was fuck. Pierce Bronson, I was here for it. I wasn't here for the new, the new dude. I wasn't. You here lost for me. Um, do you like Pierce Bronson? Maybe I don't know none of them 007 movies. I can't tell um, you who was somebody. 
I, I don't do know. Like none of I like playing. I, I like playing the video that. games too. The Double Seven video games when it's on a little PlayStation, and you you could cheat and you would see where the other person was, and you could like go and stick and kill them. I used to always ask my mom, and she mad at me. Um, my my actually, I don't like action. Um, I know this movie is in here, but normally any movie that I end up picking has like some little whimsical, fanciful, fanciful reason of why I like it. So people are getting unalive. If that's not happening, I'm not watching. Don't give me no bullshit where everybody fucking lives. I'm not watching. Hell, the closest you get is Kiki's delivery service. That's as far as I'm getting on shit like that. Um, I can't handle it. No, I need folks to be unalive. I like Kiki's. I love me too. Service. I'm glad that I know people who actually know what that is and don't think that it's weird. Cause I got a lot of weird comments on my TikTok about Kiki's delivery service, and I'm just like, y'all are weird. Man, fuck them. They just don't appreciate it. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sorry for saying it. Anyways, I love Kung Fu Hustle. It's a fun time and a fun movie, and I love that it pays homage to so many different films and so many different genres. And it withstood the test of time because you can still watch it now and not get irritated with the fact that they got some badass CGI or something. If anything's bad in this film, it's literally done on purpose. And we love this. I just wish the dub would have been better because from my understanding, the dub is pretty off to a lot of things that they're actually saying. And I found out that that's a thing, but that's a reoccurring theme across yes. a lot of movies that get oh, yeah. translated because i, mean, I didn't even see sailor um, moon is like that like a lot of the stuff sailor moon has changed completely that's why i don't fuck with the american version like serena autumn american bitches i don't know y'all i know usagi ray ami mako minako and all them bitches but yeah i was gonna say it. about um what's that movie that came out with the games and stuff squid game People were saying that the translation was off for that. Yes, it was. It was off terribly because um, I forgot her name, but she's the person who always acts. The annoying one. There's a lot of her characters wrong. She's not that annoying. What I've learned is a lot of things here, and this is why they tell people in America, stop getting Chinese and Japanese tattoos. Like my sister has her name tatted, I think in Chinese. And somebody was like, "That, that does not say Asia. That does not say your name because a lot of our names cannot be translated into that language and for them translating it to English a lot of things don't have an English word so they just have to change it completely which yeah that's why you watch it and you read the dub no you read the subtitles and I did mention we started this off about the bad dub it is funny, but it's bad. Um, only way you get in the original language is if you paying that money, 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 money. Y'all ready to run these park announcements? Lego, Lego, Lego. That is the end of this mini bonus episode. We hope you enjoyed and thank you for joining us for celebrating Britney's birthday. Brittany, go ahead and plug your cash app. They didn't bless me, but maybe they'll bless you. You know what? My cash tab is B A Perk. Literally, it is B A P E R K. And that's for everything Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, I do believe. Whatever you got it, we can take it. Send it my way. 
Exactly, because as you're listening to this episode, she is on an island somewhere getting tanned and having her belly filled with lots of alcohol. Hit it, Ashley. Tell him what I'm doing. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about my perfect vacation of being on an island and drinking alcohol. Actually, Brittany is sitting out on the pool with her knees blowing in the breeze and tanning these titties. Thank you. Shout out, Bobby Lynn. But yeah, I'm in Jamaica, y'all. So please send me some money because the bitch is broke now. Trip was kind of costly. And you know, gotta have money when I get back to take care of Maslow because you heard him in the background. He's very sad that I'm gone. He couldn't handle it. His spirit came through right then. Well, all right. Thank y'all so much for wishing me birthday wishes and happiness. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at D180Podcast. And you know what? Now you want to spend more time with us and get exclusive content. So please come join us on Patreon. We'd love to see you. Our next episode that is coming this Friday will be 1408 and where we have a special guest. So hopefully you will buy another ticket to come to the park. But until then, bye y'all. It's my birthday. I'll see you soon.